The Serpent Overwhelmed, Island 1069, WIISQS. Good morning, I'm Gwen Filosa, and in with you for It's Too Early. That's the name of the show, broadcasting right off Duval Street in beautiful Key West, Florida. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm super excited to have my guest. She is a clinical social worker and a dating consultant, and we, are, we have a lot to talk about. Good morning, Chloe Gray. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for taking the time. Is it, is it too early for you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I feel bad now. Now I'm going to feel bad the whole show. But um, No, I'm, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Now, you have an amazing origin story for how you became a dating consultant. Um, it started with a Reddit post. Can, can you tell us about it? Yeah. I, I was a very poor student and I had lost my job out of nowhere and bills were coming due and I had 33 cents of my bank account and I was getting eviction notices put on my door and I'd been looking for a job for months and I just couldn't find anything that was sustainable and out of desperation I made a post online to this website called Reddit Mm -hmm. um, offering to help people with their dating profiles for five dollars an hour (laughs) and I thought Maybe I'd make $20 so I could buy groceries. And it, it, it exploded with, within 20 minutes. I had hundreds of responses. Um, I, I worked like 16 hours a day for two weeks. Uh, I was able to pay off my rent. I was able to pay off my electricity. Um, I reposted again thinking, you know, surely this isn't going to happen a second time. And then it did. I had hundreds of responses and, and by that point, the, like the clients I was seeing were leaving really nice reviews for me. And so then that brought in more clients and someone asked me to do a, a AMA on Reddit, which exploded and went viral and, now it's a full-time job. It's, um, it is. It's it's dating advice it by is. Chloe, advicebychloe.com. I mean, I love to mm-hmm. hear stories of people creating their own job. I just think that is so great and inspiring. Mm-hmm. And but I also I think I think you're filling a need. A, a lot of us need some help in the dating department. I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, what, <laughs> what do what what are the number one? Th- I, I'm going to guess people want to know how to make a profile on an app. Yes, that is definitely my most popular appointment. And then the biggest problem that they have are their photos. Mm, people um, do those fish photos, those fishing guys, straight men love to put pictures of fish. 
What, where do you stand on they the really, fish? They really, really do. <laughs> no photos of fish. Absolutely not. <laughs> I could have told you that. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But, but, but a friend of mine says, a friend of mine's like, people should get professional photos done or they should have someone take them. Mm, no. So if you, if you want to hire a, a, a amateur who was pretty good with a camera, mm-hmm. then go for it. But you want the photos to look natural. Oh, okay. If they look too overdone or if they look heavily edited or if they look overly posed, then it actually lowers your, 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 your match rate um, because it doesn't look like a real person. Most, mm-hmm. oh. most professional photographers, they're trained to make photos look interesting or for you to look professional. They aren't really trying to make you look engaging or friendly or like you're a good date. So it's way better to just get a friend to do it or to get a tripod or to hire a, a amateur who has a decent camera, but they're mm. not going to highly edit your photos or pose you. And what what other mistakes are um, let, let's go with men straight men what, what are what are they doing wrong with the photos? Most men weren't socialized to take pictures. It's mm-hmm. not really something that 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 they even do. Most men only take photos to a commemorate an occasion, like if they catch a really big fish, or if they climb a really tall mountain, or if they're t- drunk out with with their friends and then they post whatever photos they happen to have on their phone onto their dating website and most of those photos are not attractive so the number one reason that people swipe is for attraction and so men don't take photos with the intention of showing off how attractive that they are the biggest problems i see are guys who are wearing oversized clothing or they are covered in sweat or uh, they're all from like the chest up and we can't even see their whole body or they're staring directly into the camera with no expression on their oh. face whatsoever. Okay. That happens all the time. I, I say the sentence, if you stare into the camera with no expression on your face, you're going to look like a serial killer oh, like 10 times good. a day. That's, that's <laughs> not, you say a lot of that. What about what you, do you, should people be, should men be specific about what they're looking for? I have a theory that just seems like everyone is putting up, I'm just looking for something casual when it, they don't want something, they want, they want a girlfriend. Mm-hmm, indeed. Uh, so men and women should have different strategies. For men, they should focus less on talking about what they want. And they should focus more on appealing to the matches that they want to have. Because women get so many more matches than, than men do that they're really brutal mm. in how they swipe. And so it's a much better strategy for men to really focus on appealing to, to, to people to talk about who they are and what they care about and to tell a cute little funny story. Anything that makes them feel like a real person and... That's what makes women swipe. For women, you mostly want to focus on making sure that there are things in your profile that are easy to to grasp onto because men get frustrated whenever they read your profile and then they can't really think of what to message you. So so mm. the strategies are totally different based on, on, on your sex. Gotcha. One thing I admire about you, you have on your website when it comes to LGBTQ clients that you say, yo, mm-hmm. I'll work with you, uh, but but your knowledge lies in understanding, you know, men appealing to women. I just think that's, but but mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've got to have advice from me, Chloe. I'm just kidding. 
I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> are, are, you know, is is it is it all dating apps? Are there ways um, people can, you know, I'm always told, well, go find things you're interested in and, and join a club. Mm. So I've actually started seeing a lot, like a lot of whenever I wrote that, I was mostly seeing straight men. And now I'm seeing a lot more women. I'm seeing a lot more gay men. I don't really get a lot of gay women. Um, but in terms of meeting people in person, clubs are great. They have a website called called Meetup. Um, I recommend it to my clients all the time. It'll just have a lot of group activities in the area that you are in. And then you can even like see everyone who, who is a member. So you can look through and make sure that it's people in your age range um, and people that you could have a connection with. It's really, really helpful in meeting, pre- in meeting people in person. Yeah, that's um, I had a joke there about you don't see a lot of gay women because it doesn't seem like they're out there. Uh, but I, I, I'm wondering, um, <laughs> oh, I don't know why that is. Uh, I'm wondering, um, what, what about meeting people? It, should people do coffee dates first, which uh, sounds, oh, I don't know, mm. it, it sounds, but, but at dinner, I mean, uh, what, what should people do when they're meeting someone for the first time from, a, from an app? I think coffee dates are awesome. I call a coffee date a pre-date okay. because you only have to be there for as long as it takes to drink a cup of coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've been on a lot of dates where I realize in five minutes, I want to go home. <laughs> I do not ah, want to be here. The end, the this, this is not going to be a good time. Okay. Indeed. you And especially for the person who was paying, mm. you don't want to spend a hundred bucks on some person you realize five minutes in, you're not interested in, right? Or you realize in five minutes that they're not interested in you. You can always make a date longer. It's a lot harder to make a date shorter without being a jerk. So you could have coffee. And then if you guys have a great time, then ask them if they want to go and go for a walk or ask them if they want to go, you know, play mini golf. You can always make it longer. You cannot make it shorter. (laughs) So I, I think that coffee dates are like, smoothie dates or anything where it just takes 15 minutes is, mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, um, one thing happens a lot on online things, um, I'm told, uh, the ghosting and the talking, texting, doing mm-hmm. a lot of texting, and then the person just blocks you or disappears. And is that, I mean, maybe mm-hmm. that's a gift from, from a higher power or are people doing something wrong? <laughs> Dodging a bullet. No, I'm so, it could it could be a lot of stuff. If it is on the dating app, it's extraordinarily common. And the reason that it's common is because people are overwhelmed. Most women are getting 50 likes a day without even signing into the app. So she's talking to a whole bunch of people. And she is as she's having a conversation with people, she is picking who she wants to spend most of her time with. Now, conversation is really difficult on these apps, and you kind of want to have a bit of strategy in mind. Like, you want to be working on building chemistry as quickly as possible, because chemistry is what's going to allow you to ask that person out. And the faster that you build chemistry, the faster you can ask them out, the faster you're going to get them off of this dating app. As long as you're on the dating app, you could be ghosted at any time. It's extraordinarily competitive. Mm. But as soon as you're out on a date or you have their phone number, then it's actually getting to know each other in a much more genuine way. Gotcha. Gotcha. And um, now over the, you must've been flooded with, with clients or people reaching out during, um, you know, since the pandemic started, when people were on lockdown, mm-hmm. um, what, what were like single people who wanted to date what they were kind of locked down, right? 
<laughs> yeah. So I spent a lot of time talking about virtual dates during during the pandemic. Um, there are a lot of ways that you can connect with the person without having to be in a room with them. Obviously, being in a room with them is ideal, uh, but during COVID, that often isn't safe. So you could do FaceTime while you're cooking dinner mm-hmm. together. You could play board games on Steam, which which is something that a lot of gamers use. You could play 20 questions. <laughs> there are so many things that you can do on the phone. And it can actually develop a deeper a deeper connection if you actually spend more time getting to know each other before you meet in person. There are things to be wary of though, right? Because if you spend a lot of time getting to know a person on the phone and you haven't met in person, you don't really know if that chemistry is going to transfer over. And so you don't really want to get attached to a person before you've actually met them. But being able to do that until both of you have been tested and make sure that you're both safe um, can really make your connection a lot deeper. Because as soon as you meet in person, then it becomes really romantic, right? And so then you're spending more time uh, touching each other rather than actually getting to know each other in a more intimate yeah. way. Now, now you have, you know, you're a clinical social worker. You have that therapy background, the, the, um, you're a mm-hmm. trained observer. I'm, I'm not trying to pry. I just, I, have you always been good at dating mm-hmm. or is it something you had to learn? <laughs> or I know you've done a lot of research to, to do this job, but I mean, what are you, are you kind of good? Are you like, you know, have you, have you just never had, a, are you one of the women that's never had a problem <laughs> meeting someone? <laughs> Tell me. I'm just kidding. I've. I've definitely had some horrible experiences. Okay. Um, 100%. I've been in love with the same guy for two years. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty well now. Um, but I mean, I, I think dating is hard for everyone, right? It's just, it's difficult putting your, yourself out there with a stranger that you've never met before and trying to figure out if your lives will, will, will connect in, 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 in the same way. Um, I have so many horror stories of just awful, awful first dates. Um, But I think a lot of a lot of what I started advice by Chloe was to help people understand that dating is difficult and that's Mm -hmm. normal. But I can teach you how to make it a little bit easier. All right, and I'm, I'm, I know I'm running out of time, but I'm going to keep it for just a second. Uh, what, mm-hmm. what, what should people, um, what, what's the worst dating story you've ever heard or first date or la- last date? I mean, what, don't, give us, give us something. For, uh, I went out on a date with someone, <laughs> I went out on a date with someone who, whenever we arrived, he leaned in for a kiss before we even sat down. Oh, wow. And whenever I backed away, he grabbed my arm to catch me and said, oh, gosh, I thought you were falling. And then leaned in and, like, forced a kiss on me. Oh, my And gosh. I backed away again. <laughs> and whenever we went inside, he ordered, like, we were at a Panera Bread. I don't okay. know how you can act, like, how you can spend, like, 60 bucks at a Panera Bread. But he spent, like, 60 bucks. And then he said he forgot his wallet. No. <laughs> and so then I had to pay for the date. And he's wearing these big muddy boots. And the whole time that we were on the date, it's like he was trying to play footsie with me, but with these big, heavy boots. And I could feel mud just like getting stuck to 
to my legs and my skirt. And whenever I stood up, I had these like brown tracks from like the knee down from him trying to play footsie with me. And then as we're going back to my car, I'm just trying to get out of here as quickly as possible. He leaned in and said, I can't wait to cuddle with you tonight. And I was like, he's mentally absolutely Ill. not. He's mentally <laughs> absolutely ill. Absolutely not. He's got, did, he did, was a police officer. Okay. This... <laughs> <laughs> no comment over here. Oh, my. How, did, did you did you have to block his number or something? Or how did, how did you get away? From, did, did he, he sounds like the type that won't go away. He did not go away. He sent me uh, photos of his private areas every night at like three o'clock in the morning for quite some time. And whenever I blocked his number, he made another number or a fake number or somebody else's number and sent me more photos of his private areas. Um, And then after like a month of no contact, he did finally go away. Honestly, he probably found another girl to be creepy with, which Mm -hmm. is sad. Um, but yeah, dating. Okay, you've been there. You've been there. I can't. I got. I'm not. I have, I'm not. I've I'm, been there. I'm not happy that that ha- that's the worst story. I, I, that is awful. But I'm. I'm just thinking. You know, you have that experience. You know what it's like to be. You know, totally creeped out and 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 harassed. And and uh, you've lived to mm-hmm. tell tell the tale and and haven't given up. <laughs> Chloe Gray, dating. Advice by Chloe. Uh, you're on social media. You have your own subreddit. Um, thank you for taking the time and coming on. It's such a delight to talk to you. Oh, not a problem. I hope you have a good day. Take care, Chloe. Bye bye. And thank you all for tuning in today to It's Too Early. I'm Gwen Filosa. We are here weekdays, 8.15. I'm not sure who the we is when I say that. I, 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 I run my own board. I don't know if you know what that it means. I push all the buttons myself. And, and that's fine. I'm a DIY. I'm, I'm self-sufficient, independent woman over here. Um, I want to say shout out to all my uh, LGBTQ women for Women Fest. It is on in Key West, and it's super fun. I'm going to be doing some comedy at Comedy Key West tonight tomorrow and saturday i'm so excited and uh, gonna be up there with lots of funny locals jackie monahan is the headliner she's in town from la she is amazing go to comedykeywest.com for tickets information dates 8 30 showtimes down there on whitehead street 218 whitehead street again i'll come see me come laugh at me i'll be i'll be on the stage and um i'm 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 funny i think People, I've been told I'm funny. So if you'd like to follow me on Facebook for news, updates, community information about the keys, my Facebook page, my reporter page is Gwen Filosa, a journalist in Key West. I'm on Twitter at Key West Gwen. And yeah, fo- go ahead and follow me. Um, we've got a lot going on lately in Key West. And as you all know, Fantasy Fest organizers this week announced they'd canceled the big parade that's on the last Saturday night of Fantasy Fest. Also, the street fair isn't going to happen. Yesterday, uh, organizers of Goombe, Headdress Ball, uh, what else? Pet Masquerade, um, Children's Day. Those organizers have have, uh, made the call to, to cancel this year. Uh, Fantasy Fest still has a schedule up. I talked to their director and she said there's there's um, a, a l- long list of uh, private parties and things going on in uh, in QS. So Fantasy Fest is still on. The, the organizers, their, their way of saying this is it will look different this year due to COVID-19. And yeah, there was a city commission meeting last night. I, not even, I didn't really see a lot of people coming out to, to 
make a statement. Uh, locals making a statement. It was a pretty smooth meeting. And yeah, so there's a lot going on in Key West or, or not going on. A lot of news. Um, so if you want to follow me, I'm on, I'm on the Facebook. And we're going to come back with some headlines and a look at your weather forecast. This is Shaky Graves, Dearly Departed. It's a great song. Stick around, everyone. <laughs> 